Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, a look at North Carolina and discrimination. The uh, North Carolina Governor Pat uh, McCrory saying yesterday that the sweeping anti-LGBT bill that he signed into law was never about discriminating against people based on their sexual orientation or gender identity. Well, it may not have been his intention, but many businesses, including PayPal Holdings and Deutsche Bank, have said that they are not going to expand and will not include businesses in their future plans right now in North Carolina. We'll be talking about this uh, coming up on Taking Stock. First to Catherine Cowdery in the Bloomberg Newsroom. Thank you, Kathleen. And Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSBDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. Stocks are declining. The S&P 500 is headed for a three-week low. Mixed economic reports are weighing on the market. One report showed service companies expanded in April at the fastest pace in four months. Another from the payrolls processor ADP showed companies hired fewer workers in April than estimated. Jason Schenker, chief economist at Prestige Economics, says that ADP number doesn't surprise him because he thinks the labor market will start slowing. The problem is is that the mix of jobs is shifting away from household formation jobs. You've had a lot of losses in oil and gas and manufacturing jobs and some of the jobs that you're uh, you know, you're filling in with are, are not sustainable, I think, for new household formation. And I think that's one of the reasons in March you saw housing starts, building permits, and new home sales all go down, even though the back end of the yield curve fell. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg Radio. Dow Industrial Average is down 105.6 tenths of a percent. It's trading at 17,646. S&P 500 down 13.6 tenths of a percent to 2050. The Nasdaq down 35.3 quarters of a percent to 47.27. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil up 20 cents a barrel to 43.85. Spot Gold down $10.10 ounce at 12.8170. Ten-year Treasury up 5.30 seconds with the yield of 1.77%. And now for a look at some of the other stories we're following today on Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, Catherine. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. John Kasich, the last man standing in Donald Trump's path to the Republican nomination, will end his campaign later today, making Trump the party's presumptive nominee. Two people close to the campaign tell Bloomberg News the Ohio governor will suspend his campaign in a speech at 5 p.m. Wall Street time in Columbus, Ohio. Donald Trump is now focused on November's general election. Trump tells ABC News that he is not worried about a new CNN poll showing Hillary Clinton leading him by more than 10 points. There were 17 people that I had to win against, and now it's going to be Hillary. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's uh, going to be, I think, a very interesting race. Democrat Bernie Sanders says the fight is not over after beating Hillary Clinton in Indiana. A university in Ohio has agreed to pay $712,000 to a former football player who says he had concussions that led to a permanent brain injury. 
former offensive lineman Cody Silk alleged Bowling Green State University's coaches and medical staff did not pull him from practice right after he suffered concussions in 2010. And New York's iconic Stonewall Inn, where the modern gay rights movement took root, will become the first national monument honoring the history of gays and lesbians in the United States. That's under a proposal President Obama is preparing to approve. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. Catherine. Thank you. And now let's get a quick update of the equity benchmarks. Dow Industrial Average is down 98 points at 17,652. S&P 500 down 12 points at 2,051. The Nasdaq is down 36 points at 47.27. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Lord John Brown is the executive chairman of L1 Energy. He's the former chief executive of BP. But he is much more than just those two titles. He is also the author of the book, The Glass Closet, Why Coming Out is Good for Business. He is also the co-author of Connect. And Lord John Brown joins us now from London. Lord Brown, thank you very much for being with us. Thank you for having me. I want to begin by just stating that you have spoken recently about the events regarding your departure from BP and also why you chose to stay in the closet for much of your life and also the way in which the world has changed in recent years with regard to LGBT uh, issues. Uh, I wonder if you could speak to your particular uh, experience and perhaps connect it to what is uh, going on currently in North Carolina. Many, I'm sure you know the news about PayPal and Deutsche Bank uh, saying that's not where they want to be expanding. Absolutely. Well, I, I, as you know, I was, uh, I'm a child of the 40s, and when I was growing up, uh, being gay was uh, first uh, illegal uh, here in the UK, and secondly, not a way you could uh, really do anything in, in society. But more importantly, I had a mother who uh, was a survivor from Auschwitz, and she taught me a couple of lessons which lived with me and, and kept me in the closet. The first was never tell anyone a secret uh, because they'll use it against you. Uh, and secondly, uh, never be an identified member of a minority because when the going gets tough, the majority always hurt the minority. And I think it's that point that I'd uh, actually pick out for North Carolina and one or two other places in the U.S. Clearly, when uh, the majority feel that they're under threat in any way at all, uh, majorities tend to turn on minorities. Lord Brown, uh, I remember interviewing when your book first came out. It's a great book, and it's a very... Uh, it's almost a management book in some ways because it's a very passionate argument for being your authentic self at work, and I want to talk about that. But in regards to the specific question of North Carolina, this legislation, the governor now claiming had nothing to do with being anti-gay or transgender. It had to do with privacy. Are there cultural shifts that need to be respected, or do people just have to realize they've got to get on board? To a large extent, a lot of this, this to me seems to be generational. But, you know, the younger generation is much more accepting of, of differences when it comes to gender, race, so many things. Older generations do not grow up this way. They're less so. I think that is true. Uh, there were many different uh, standards of behavior, if you will, and what was regarded as acceptable and unacceptable 
uh, in the past, and indeed uh, gen succeeding generations have changed that over time. To me, the most important thing that people, are, I believe, everywhere in the world are trying to struggle with is how to, be in, how to include people, how to bring them in rather than push them away, exclude them. In business, this is one of the most important things you have to do, whether it is uh, with a team you're building or whether it's customers or communities you're working with. And the reason for that is uh, inclusive teams, inclusive businesses actually work better. Uh, they make more money. Uh, they make higher profits. It can be proved by studies. Uh, and that because they're including people and they're passionately giving them some passion to go forward rather than making them stand outside a team. So I think that is beginning to change. I am slightly concerned, I have to say, with many young people who come into corporate life. And um, while they've been openly uh, gay at uh, university, uh, they go straight back into the closet when they come into business because they feel that it's uh, an item which might get into the way, or get in the way of their advancement. Lord Brown, you were chief executive of BP from 1995 to 2007. You have advised five prime ministers and built a reputation uh, 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 as a leader. Um, in, in doing in doing all those things, and then writing this book. Have there been any reaction from people who you thought were friends who became even better friends to you or people that then uh, reacted in a way that you thought uh, you were surprised by? The, the curious thing, I think, to me was when I came out, uh, I actually thought that I'd lose most of my friends. I'd, I'd lose respect in business. Uh, people would cross the street to avoid me. And actually the reverse happened. Uh, I had a vast amount of support. And over the period uh, from 2007, I've been making new and different friends, people who want to debate not only uh, issues to do with LGBT inclusion, but also their impact on human rights and the rights of people uh, to be themselves uh, in societies which are very complex, not only uh, the U.S. and Canada and the Europe and the U.K., uh, but also around the world. And so... Uh, it's it's something quite different has happened, and I think people do respect people being themselves. Thank you very much uh, for being yourself with us, uh, Lord John Brown, Executive Chairman of L1 Energy, former Chief Executive of BP, the author of The Glass Closet, Why Coming Out is Good for Business. If you're listening to Taking Stock, I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on Taking Stock, Roger McNamee, founding partner of the venture capital firm Elevation Partners, talks about Facebook, Apple, and cannabis.